Welcome to the Tech Garage. Episode 24. That's right. Episode 24 as we speak. Yeah. Um, so, we're yeah. We're through these guys. We're, we're, we're pounding through them pretty quick. And uh, we're back on our weekly schedule, it looks like. We're, we're sticking to it pretty close. So we, we, we've, we've, this is our second week in a row of not skipping a date. Exactly. So uh, today I thought we'd give a talk about the uh, impending destruction of the world. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not talking about 2012. Armageddon? Armageddon. This is, there's an asteroid coming? Uh, no, no. Something much more dangerous than that. Okay. Terminators. Uh, Terminators? Terminators are coming for us. Really? Yeah. Uh, okay. And we have the friendly folks over at uh, Harvard to thank for this, actually. I hate those guys. Yeah. Not only are they dicks to goodwill hunting, but... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, nice, nice. Yeah, so uh, what they've done is they've actually uh, sorted out a way to make cyborgs. Cyborgs. Like, like cyborgs. Yeah. Like from like, the movies. Like cyborg cyborgs. I yeah. mean, they're, they're in the really early stages of it right now. But uh, what they figured out how to do is take nanowires and nanotransistors and actually make them in living cells. Brain cells, uh, muscle cells, uh, you name it. They've got these nanowires and transistors living in there. Yeah. Now, you may f- what can you do with these nanowires <laughs> and transistors and stuff? Well, right now, what they're hoping to do is use it to get better information about uh, on drug trials. Because uh, typically when you're doing a drug trial and you're trying out new stuff, you have a very small, um, almost two-dimensional chunk of cells that you're using to try and uh, you know see what the changes are. This actually allows them to have uh, sensors basically integrated in three-dimensional stacks so that they can uh, find out more information about what's going on in the body. I mean, in the future, they may be able to do awesome things like... Mm, remove my cancer. Exactly. Take cancer away, uh, stop you from aging. Can they make me faster, better, stronger? Faster, better, stronger. Yeah. Make you go wah, 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 wah. <laughs> I, can't, I can't actually make that sound. Uh, we need a sound effects board where we've Damn got it. like uh, Steve Austin... Sound effects. We do. That yeah, would be so be awesome. awesome. I was really thinking the Bionic Woman. Oh, but, uh, either I, one. I was kind of thinking the Bionic the $10 million man. Dollar man. Yeah, because I mean, <laughs> really, the Bionic Woman was kind of like um, I don't know, scrubbly compared to Bionic Man. I always thought. I always thought the Bionic Man was super cool. Bionic Woman was like, oh yeah, they got this show on TV. Yeah, but the uh, Bionic Woman actually was able to have a spinoff in the uh, 2011s, was that? Right, and that made it for three Almost episodes. Almost three whole episodes. Yeah, before it got canceled. Well, you know, when you have Starbuck on, how, how long can you really keep a show Did, going? Was she the uh, was she the main actress in that? Or I don't she remember if she like was character. the main actress or if she was the evil Bionic Woman that the main oh, actress was fighting with. Okay, yeah. it, I, I, it's been so long. I didn't actually watch any of them because it seems like an awful idea to me. Yeah, my wife they should have. You it. know what they should have done? They should have done the same thing they did in the seventies, and they should have brought in the Bionic Man. They could have been all Steve Austin badass, yeah. um, cyborg, and then uh, and then brought and, in and then, and then brought on the spinoff of the Bionic Woman later. Yeah, so and then they did, they'd had a greater chance of success because. He was yeah. the Bionic Man. He was well, awesome. And they could put him now, in like a red tracksuit and shit. Keep in mind, that's the positive side. I mean, how many other movies have we seen where uh, cybernetic humans have taken over the world and tried to bad. destroy us all? Well, so here's the thing. I don't actually, you know, when we talk about uh, the Terminator, was Terminator really a cyborg? Because when I think of cyborg, I think like... It was a cybernetic organism. Uh, yeah. According to the... Yeah. Um, I always think of when I think of cyborg, I think of like a human you who's been... S- you know, added to to make them uh, mechanical, right? Has mechanical additions, like um, RoboCop. You RoboCop would have been a cyborg. You don't think that a um, 
metal skeleton with then living skin over the top of it counts yeah, as a cyborg. It's a little. It's a. It, it, I think it does. I mean, this is kind of like when does life start, right? <laughs> kind of like what? When does life start? When does oh, a baby right, see right, speaking right. fetus and is a baby? You know? Right. When does it become a cyborg? Yeah. Wh- wh- when's it an how much android humanity versus do you need to have? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so you know who we should call on this one? Who? Whom? George Gibson. George Wait, Gibson. No. William Damn Gibson? It. William Gibson, yeah. Yes. You know how you say a name, you're like, fuck, that was wrong. That's not, that's not, those, that is yeah. not the name that I intended to come out no. of my mouth. Yeah. William Gibson, he, w- he would know. He probably would, yeah. A- he'd probably be able to bore me for about two and a half hours. Uh, he it. could bore you for like 12 hours, which is about how long it takes to read one of his boring-ass books. I'm pretty sure I wouldn't, he wouldn't get past much for <laughs> about 40 minutes. Yeah. It's about all I'm willing to yeah. invest in most things. Um. Yeah, I don't even. <laughs> also, I, you know, I, I keep I, the podcast under that time. <laughs> yeah, I tried reading some of you know, like Mona Lisa Overdrive. Yeah, worst book and, ever. Uh, I don't even remember what happened in that book because, like, it was just like I just like slogged through it, and I don't. Rem- I remember that I read it. Yeah, I don't remember now, um, what uh, it was about. Even uh, there's a lot of bad sci-fi out there. And I know you sci-fi nerds out there are going to disagree with me because... There's uh, people that are just hating. I mean, well, if, well, if people were listening to this podcast... <laughs> they would be pissed. They would be yeah. so pissed right there now. There would be a bunch of really cranky guys yelling in their mother's basement. But I say as I'm recording a podcast in my own garage. Yeah, but it's mine, damn it. Yeah. Uh, do you know who else I tend to ch- um, throw into that bad science fiction category? Because he is very inconsistent. Uh, Neil Stevenson? Uh no. Okay, because because I really like some of his stuff. Yeah, I, I'm I'm with you there. Some of his stuff is solid. Some, some of, of it, it is so really much. not my uh, forte. I but couldn't finish Cryptonomicon. Really? No. It was an awesome book. I that's what I kept hearing from everyone else, but it hmm. just was like too slow and all over the place. No, no, I'm talking about the runner up, the book that is probably the second worst science fiction book ever created. Mm, I know I've heard you say this before, but I can't I can't remember the Andromeda Strain. Oh really? I never, I never read that. Uh, <laughs> but Michael Crichton's like, you know, got solid uh, pulp, pulp. He's got science imaginary fiction. science fiction books. I, I, I so call it pulpy because like some of it's a little bit like. Uh, let me explain to you, you know. the Andromeda Strain, the whole storyline. Okay. Oh my God! There's this horrible space bug that's come down and killing every, like this virusy thing, right. and it's murdering everybody. And we've sent these people, and they got to figure out how to make it better. And blah. Right. Oh my God! It's getting them now. They can't. They're gonna die. Oh wait! Fuck. Never mind. It evolved. It's not a problem anymore. It just eats plastic. Wait, that was that was a book. Yeah, but now we don't have plastic. Well, it stopped. It kept evolving, and now it oh, starts no, eating it eats something like else, fucking, and then it eats, yeah. it eats glass or yeah, it other. eats things that we don't care about, like ozone or something. I right, don't know. right. <laughs> huh. I I have to assume no. that what was going on there is his publisher was like, "Damn it, Michael! I need another book. What's going? What is take?" I don't care what it's about. I need a book by the end of this week. I'm pretty sure that was one of his earlier books, though. Uh, yeah. I think it was early on his career. It was well before Jurassic Park. Yeah, but it was uh, right, I think, in the time of Congo. Isn't isn't that um, the one with the um, cybernetic was, apes? Yes, yes, which was <laughs> a better book than movie. Uh, I don't. I never read the book. Yeah, so. I, I I read it probably twenty years ago, and I was I, like, all right, this is this is an all right book. I kind of dig this. And then they made it into a movie. And it was awful. Yeah, I saw the movie and I was like, "Wow, that's a steaming pile of horseshit." It was, it was, it was, it was bad. I, I remember the talking ape, Amy, and uh, was not w- cool. What are you trying to say? I mean, <laughs> it was not a good movie. That's what I'm trying to say. Yeah. Uh, it was all creepy. Sound like the voice coming out of the box and stuff. It didn't translate well into. There's a lot of things that do that, like where um, 
where you, you read something in a book and it makes sense and it seems right, and then you see it in real life and you're like, wow, that is the hokiest thing I've ever seen. I think they've gotten better, though. The last 15 years, the book-to-movie translations, I think, have gotten significantly better than they used to be. Remember in the, like, in the well, 80s through 90s, mm-hmm. most, you know, you go, oh, yeah, they're making this into a movie. It's going to suck. I yeah. love the book, but the, I'm sure the movie's going to suck. There was like a few, Titanic? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> sure. Uh, the only t- I remember when I was uh, I don't know I was probably in college at the time, mm-hmm. and I think I re- I watched like One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest after I'd w- read the book. Right, I was like, wow, they did a really good job with that movie mm-hmm. turning into a. Um, uh, e- even a more recent one, just uh, yesterday, you were telling me that you'd watched uh, um, Hunger Games. Yeah, yeah, and uh, I hadn't read the book because I'm not a twelve year old girl, but um, yeah, my wife picked him up, so I read it <laughs> in a weekend. Yeah. I thought they actually did a pretty good job on that uh, movie or book-to-movie translation. There was a couple things that they did differently that uh, I understand why they did. But yeah. I think they're doing a better job of going, understanding, hey, this these things aren't going to translate well into cinema. Yeah. So let's, let's convert them into, let's just change the storyline a little bit, mm-hmm. but not change the whole plot points and those kind of things. Yeah, and I suspect or, that's a lot because uh, the folks that have uh, grown up you know, in our time, watching just complete and total abortions of movies um, from phenomenally awesome books. Starship Troopers? Starship Troopers. Being probably. Them. That's probably the most blatant. Uh, so as long as you didn't, as long as you pretended there wasn't a book beforehand, Starship right. Troopers was a solidly mediocre movie. Yeah. <laughs> my point, exactly. It just seems like the translation of, of book to movie on that yeah. one was probably worse than most. No, it was, but it did have a lot of really awesome, uh, uh, like, can't, oh, what are they? What are those things when you go to war and you s- have the ads saying, "We're Pro- right," and the people we're Pro- killing, propaganda. they're fucking horrible. They, yeah. they, did, they did try and target some of the propaganda stuff that they they'd yeah. written about in the I, book. I really but. dug the propaganda aspect in the movie. They did a very good job on that. It, it felt a little too over the top. I would have liked it to have been a little more subtle. Um, that they still do it, but but just a little. I don't know. It was almost cheesy. Uh, uh, that's what made it good. I, yeah. I just wish the movie had been a little bit more serious about some of that stuff. and I wish that they brought in the armor. I mean, come on, Starship Troopers, like, part of it, the sci-fi part was, mm-hmm. like, you know, dudes in, like, Iron Man-type space armor yeah. fighting the aliens, and that's why they were cool, right? Because, like, you know, and the space aliens could, like, thrash you in that armor, but but you could go out and you could, you know, yeah. go toe-to-toe with them. And instead, they just put dudes, like, infantry dudes down on the ground. Uh, I don't remember if we talked about this last, but did you see for the new Iron Man, they're going a different route with his armor? No. Yeah. What? Uh, some of the buzz on the internet that I've been reading is talking that they're going to go with uh, the armor from, I want to say, Iron Man Extremis, which, which was um, a uh, uh, magical um, uh, bonded metallic to your skin type armor, so where you're normal... Right. And then magically, your armor shows up on you. You look like the Silver Surfer, basically. Yeah, then? yeah. Only you don't have to have the black rubbery skin. Right, right. Yeah, I, I don't uh, know how I feel about that, but yeah, yeah. No, that sounds like a bad, bad move. I mean, Iron Man's like they they did a really good job yeah. with making Iron Man look like Iron Man. Yeah. Um, that seems we'll see how that it they goes. Would convert that to. Well, not really. I mean, Tony Stark, as far as he goes, does like modifying shit a lot. He, he, yes, he does. And if he could find a new way to do stuff that's better, you know, that's what that's what engineers do. And since we decided he's a super engineer, 
as opposed to a super scientist. Ye- yeah. It would be in character. Let's see what I can find here on Iron Man 3. Um, man, not much, just images. Yeah, if you see one of the uh, conceptual images, you see like uh, uh, Tony Stark standing there, but he's got like half an arm converted to Iron Man. Hmm. And there's like magical, like, like uh, smoky shit around. Cool him. shit just flying around. And yeah, sparks and stuff. And yeah, it's like Harry Potter's in the back end going Expelliarmus or some bullshit like that. By the way, did you ever play the Harry Potter video game for the Connect? Um, no. It was kind of no. fun. <laughs> it had a battle section where you could go in and you, you like hurl spells at people. Yeah, yeah. I'm I'm just gonna have to uh, take your word that that was, uh, you know. It's more fun than connect sports. Waving, yeah, yeah. It, you actually felt like you're playing one of those Mortal Kombat games where you're like, like holding your hands in front of you, building up a fireball and launching it. I'm still, and I think we've ta- I've talked about this before. Um, I still feel that the connect is not being used correctly. I I really think that they need to uh, have interactive porn. Well, I, I can't I, I can't say anything against that. Um, <laughs> I, I really feel they need to put in like first person's perspective type game and use the the connect for head tracking to give you like a 3D feel. Right? Yeah, I'm um, fine with that. Yeah, no, and nobody's done it yet. Um which which boggles my mind because it would well, be so awesome. So Especially like and again, I think I talked about this last week. The way I play video games <laughs> is I stand up in front of my freaking TV and, yep. and, and, and I play. Um, if somebody was just tracking me, when I did my stupid thing, which I do this anyway, right? When, yep. I'm, when I'm playing and I'm looking around a corner with my character, I move my freaking head. I, I, I move <laughs> around. Like, Crap, I now, can't see the TV. My head's I turned. know I might be like a small perspect- you know, percentage of the, uh, of the, the you know, gaming audience, but if like... The Kinect was tracking me, and as I moved my head around to look around the corner, it looked around the corner, which is technologically possible to do. Yeah, my no reason we shouldn't be able be to. Awesome. And it also, and, and you saw the the uh, the Wii mod video that I uh, the guy made years ago that actually shows the head tracking. Uh, sure. Okay. You, I, I've seen a lot of Wii mod videos. Okay. So, so this guy, I believe it was Johnny Chan. I think that was his name. Is that I, Jackie's brother? No. Um, I think that was his name. I'm going to have to look it up. Um, but he basically created a, um, with a Wii, modified it, mm-hmm. so that it tracks, your, tracks where your head is at right. using the, the Wii sensor, but it just reversed it. And using that, just by having that perspective change, you could have your whole 3D model like on the screen. Mm-hmm. Everything moves in perspective of how you're moving, right. which creates an illusion of 3D. It's not like yeah. 3D glass to 3D, but you basically get 3D mm-hmm. with a 2D screen. Um, and as you move, and just slight movements actually show like a 3D visual. Yeah. Um, which, that again, the the Kinect is basically designed to track your body in that exact way. It, it's surprising to me that, that they haven't you know, somebody did a tech demo three years ago and nobody's jumped on it and said, oh, hey, let's do it this way. Yeah. I, I think what they might be uh, worried about there is uh, crazy stuff. Like? Such as... Well, okay, so it works for one person, but now when we have three people playing, h- how do we play heads up on this? What do we do with, like, another guy wants to do it? And you're like, stop worrying about bullshit problems. Just do something cool for once. I Actually, it was uh, his name is Johnny Lee. Johnny uh, Lee. Johnny Chung Lee um, did the videos. But if you if you look it up, if you look up, like, um, 
well, Johnny Chung Lee or, or we tracking or something. You'll, you'll, you'll <laughs> find his If your Google videos. Foo is really bad, this is probably not the podcast for you. Mm, good point. Yeah, yeah. Because we're not going to put that link in the show notes. Uh, no, no. <laughs> and I'm, I'll, I'll show I'll show you the, the video afterwards and you'll be like, mind slow. Like when I saw it three years ago, mind was blown. I was like, oh my God, this is totally amazing. Somebody's, why, why don't they do this? And then after that, they announced the Connect, and I was like, wow, why, why somebody's going to make a game based on this in the next you know, 30 seconds and it's going to be awesome. And nobody has. So, yeah, but that, whatever. I, I, I'd totally play that game. I would. Well, by totally play that game, I'd talk about playing it and yeah, probably buy yeah. it and leave yeah. it sitting on my desk. Seen Nonetheless, the money, the money makes it to the developer, so that's cool. So, uh, I- any other exciting news this week? Things that maybe came out that we'd uh, be stoked and maybe wanted to buy? Mm. At least uh, if you're me. The uh, uh, Nokia 920? Ah, that's Or 820. Either yeah, one. Both were announced this week. Those are good to talk about. So, yeah. uh, uh, for those of you that don't know, the Nokia recently announced their new uh, line of Windows phones. The Nokia 920, which is their kind of top-of-the-line model, it's got... Uh, um, there's a re- there's one thing I care about this on this that? phone, and it's th- it's the only thing that I really like was like uh, uh, s- that that makes me just want it. Windows Phone Eight? Uh, no, 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 no. Hardware wise, oh, the one the one feature. What's the one feature that they announced on this phone that you said I will buy this phone for? Um, was it the 32 gigabyte storage on it, so That's they can nice, actually get music on there? But I was talking about the wireless charging. The wireless charging? What? They have a wireless charger on this <laughs> yes, phone? This phone is being built in <laughs> with wireless charging. So here's the thing about wireless charging that I have had the hardest time ever understanding. Wireless charging has been out for at least a fucking decade now. Yeah, like my my uh, my electric toothbrush and my my shaver that I had. Like yeah. I had an electric shaver ten years ago. That uh, I didn't really use. I, 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 it turns out I don't like electric shavers. I yeah. was, it was a gift, and I thought it was a great gift, but it turns out I don't actually like the way that I prefer a straight razor. Yeah, but, but at the end of the day... But like, it was wireless charger. I would yeah. just set it in a little stand, and it would charge. Yeah. Your telephone, everybody's smartphone out there in the world that has a smartphone, goes to bed at night and has to try and find their damn cable and figure out how to jam it into their phone. Yeah. Now, especially on the Windows phones, this is one of the things that I was really frustrated by when I had my Windows phone. A, it's a good thing, and B, it's a bad thing. A, it uses micro USB. Yay, that's awesome hey, because you can find micro USB you know, chargers anywhere. Yeah, they're everywhere, and it's the same charger that works for my Kindle Fire, my Kindle, uh, um, you know, my regular Kindle, and my phone. Great, it's awesome. But if you're a little buzzed and trying to go to bed, it's fucking impossible to get in your phone because they're and Cause they're you can't tiny tell which and way's dark up. And, and yeah, no, your wife's asleep, and you're like, fuck it, I don't need my phone tomorrow. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so wireless charging is quite possibly the most badass thing to come to phones so, ever. Yeah, yeah. So here's the thing. So there was a third-party company that was making wireless chargers. Um, uh, there was a couple of them, actually. There was PowerMat and then Power Energizer. Mat was the one I was thinking, thinking of. It. Yeah. But here's the thing. You, you had, had to have a big add-on that you'd snap on the back of your phone, and they had to have made, like, a snap-on that fits your particular model of phone. So unless you had, you know, one of the... Um, most popular well, models of phones, that, like an iPhone. Yeah, that they were that they were converting it for, and you wanted this big bulky edition on top of your phone. Um, yeah, we, we, it was well, like, yeah, and that's the thing that sucks, right? Like, if you look at, let's talk about some. Oh, and you're here. paying another hundred and fifty bucks for the damn thing, also, yeah. or or some like you know, like uh, let's run down their list: HTC, Apple, Samsung, Nokia, Motorola. all of these come uh, Motorola, eh, not Motorola, they suck. <laughs> Um, everybody but Motorola does spend a lot of time trying to figure out how to make a phone look cool. Yeah. 
you know, when you walk into the store, like those Samsung phones, they jump out at you and say, hey, I want to, you know, buy me. Yeah. Nokia's phones, same way. iPhones, obviously, because Apple's able to sell them on looks alone mostly. Yeah. And Angry Birds. Yeah, about it. Uh, so you get this really cool looking phone, and then you have to spend at least the cost of the phone again. Right. To slap this ugly fucking plastic brick around it. Yeah, yeah, it does And make lug sense. that around. It, it's just dumb. So the fact that Nokia added it in and said, hey, it's just built in. Yep. And all you need to do now to charge your phone is set it on this pad that you get with the phone, right? Yep. You plug that in, but you just set this on your counter. You're, you're, you're set. Now you can also like. I was reading one of the review, one of the uh, online reviewers, and the guy actually said, like, plus side, this wireless charging. Downside, you're probably still going to need a charger to use, like, when you're not at home or something. I'm like, yeah, but that charger's already in your bag. How, how is that a downside? Like, that, that's what <laughs> I've already got with every other phone. I'm not yeah. exactly sure how that's a, a negative. That I've also got to have a wire to charge in my car. But so yeah, the uh, see, this is what kills me. There's a couple things that I want. Uh, my next phone is going to be a Windows phone. Um, and a couple of things that I want in it, I actually want a physical button for the Windows key. Yeah. Just because I like that better. Yeah. Um, the Nokia so 920 doesn't have that as far as I know. No, but the Samsung does. So you've but got the options. Samsung one does. Yeah. So Samsung doesn't have wireless charging, though, which is really uh, cool. Right, right. So, so it's you, like, get, you got like, like uh, a, you know, Sophie's Choice, basically. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Although there are some other things that make the Nokia's a, a little bit uh, nicer as well, a, a little bit more uh, feature rich, shall we say. They've customized the camera app to where you can actually remove people from the pictures. Wait, what? Yeah. I did not read about this. Uh-huh. <laughs> that. So, you know when you're out and you snap a picture with uh, you know, if your family or whatever is yeah. out, and there's that guy, you know, guy in the background smoking a cigarette. Photo bombs, you yeah. Know, yeah. Yeah. You can now take him out. Gone. How does Magic. that work? Magic? Well, I'm guessing what it's doing is interpolating the missing piece based off of the surroundings. Right. And, you know. So it might look a little funky, but it, yeah, it, it'll... Blur there's, them out, basically. There's been uh, plugins for years now available for uh, Photoshop to yeah. do this. Yeah. And now they've just kind of dink, done it quick and easy with uh, on phone. Kind of cool. Yeah. So the uh, what, th- there's a bunch of cool stuff about the Nokia too. Um, try and think of it. So I said it has more storage now, so you can get more music on it. Yeah. It's got uh, oh, it's got a brand new camera. Yeah. Um, they've really uh, upped its ability to shoot in low light and as well as take the jittery shakes out by having a uh, new approach to their lens. Yep. So a good-looking little phone, actually. I'm kind of excited. Um, I wish it was a little smaller. It, it's a little large. Uh, with uh, I, I know I'm one of the only people out there, but I use my phone for, like, quick Internet searches, reading email and text messages, and yep. the occasional game. I don't need a mini HD TV in my pocket to do that. Because um, I'm kind of a small form factor person, and my pockets like you know when you when you're when your uh, little nephew who's like four or five jams like a uh, candy bar in his pocket, and it takes up like it goes all the way from his hip to his knee. Yeah, yeah, that's what the Nokia phones look like when I put them in a pocket. So I'm gonna say, so I've been using for the last two years. I've been using the uh, also Windows phone, but the the um, HTC Arrive, which is on Sprint, which has the uh, slide out keyboard. Yep. Um, a little now, thick, but uh, good screen size. The screen size is, is, I think, the size that, that yeah. you're, you're targeting on the screen size. Um, it, it's definitely it's thick. In fact, I, I had a similar size phone, a, a phone very similar in size to the iPhone before. Strangely, and mine is very similar in size to the iPhone. Y- yes, strangely it is. <laughs> in fact, uh, it is an iPhone. But the, I, I really... Ha- I never really cared for the additional thickness that this yeah. this particular phone had, it, which is a side effect of having a physical keyboard on it. Yeah. Um, 
and the the, the trade off of having the physical keyboard is I well so I've got I've got a physical keyboard so I can type yep. things really fast, but I, I really don't use the physical keyboard yeah, frequently enough to justify the additional size. Um, the like form factor of the nine twenty yep um, in my pocket actually doesn't feel significantly different. Yeah, we'll see. Um, um my uh. My wife has the uh, Samsung Lumia or the 900, yeah. right? Uh, I've been using it off and on to help her out with stuff. And it's actually pretty, like, it feels good in your hands. It's a good size. I mean, it's a little bigger than I want because I can't really use it one-handed. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, that the one of the things that actually kind of makes up for that is the most regularly used one-handed feature is driving and texting. So. <laughs> totally illegal, guys. Don't do this. Yeah. That being said, the, uh, the, uh, Windows phones, as of a couple of releases back, actually are pretty badass when it comes to texting. Like, if you're, like, I have my car, it has Bluetooth in it, and I'm driving along, it'll go, incoming text from Matt Bond. And then it'll read the message and goes, would you like to reply? And you just say, reply, and then whatever you want. And it does it. Yeah, you effectively get hands-free texting. Yeah, which is pretty badass. Yeah. So, yeah, there may be a Lumia, or the 920 in my future. I, I'm kind of waiting to see how some of the other phones fall. Yeah, uh, but so uh, was there anything else that got announced this week that you might want? Uh, well, as a matter of fact, yes. There's a lot of things announced this week that are going to cost me some money. Um, the new line of Kindles came out. Yeah. So um, a- as is no secret to anybody that's ever heard the podcast once, uh, I'm a pretty heavy consumer of Amazon services. I, I really. Yeah. Fascinating. I know it's shocking. So let's talk first about the simple and quick and easy one. Uh, the new fight paper Kindle. So um, it's just a regular Kindle, but instead of having kind of the gray background, it's got a fight background. Okay. And it's also got a backlight. Oh. So all those people are like, I'm not buying a Kindle because it doesn't have a backlight. Fuck you very much. Go buy a Kindle right. now. So now you can read it in yeah, the dark. Throw away your retarded Sony e-reader yeah. and get a Kindle. Be a grown-up. Um, so those are really cool. I kind of want one. So that basically lets you read it. So you can read it in the dark or the light or bright yep. sunlight. So it works exactly. like an e-reader. But if it's if it's that's always kind of the downside. Like the e-readers look great in direct sunlight, but okay. not so much like in your bedroom at night with lights off. Yeah. yeah. The the way that I've been getting past that is my Kindle has its little case has a little pop out LED light on it. Yeah. And that's fine. Like yep. it's great, no issues. But the uh, fight back paper is kind of cool. Like I'm, I'm not gonna lie, that's almost enough to get me to go buy one right now. Yeah. Uh, but I'm not, because there's a lot of other things I want to buy. <laughs> like, uh, one of the first things we talked about was the uh, Kindle Fire. Yeah. Because uh, we've been here since the first release of the Fire. Yeah, it was right after it came out, basically. Yeah, and they've now done an HD model of the Fire. Which I didn't actually realize that the old ones weren't HD. Yeah. They, they looked pretty good in their state that they were in. Yeah, so let, let's talk a little bit about uh, the last time we talked about the Kindle Fire. We're like, it's an awesome little device. But there's a few things that it's missing. It's missing Bluetooth support. It's missing uh, um, HD. It's missing uh, a fair, like a hefty amount of storage. It's missing uh, a couple other features, right? Yeah. So Amazon has basically just gone and kept the price point as close to the original as they could. Well, I think you can still. It's exact same price. The the Fire yeah. HD is one going to be one ninety nine, which exactly. is exactly the same price as uh, the the uh, the original. Yep. Oh, and we've talked about the screen size being a little on the small side, right? Right. So nowadays, what they've done is they have a Kindle Fire seven inch HD, 
which is the same size as the current Kindle. They've got the 8.9 inch, yep. which is a little bit bigger. They've got uh, um, also now they've got some 3G integrated pieces. Yep. They've added a camera. 4G actually. 4G. Sorry, my bad. Uh, so they added 4G to it. They added a camera. They're like going crazy. All the features that people said, ah, the Kindle doesn't have. Well, it's got it. Go buy a fucking Kindle. Yep. Now here, let's talk about the really cool stuff in it. Um, one of the features that I use the most on my Kindle is the Whisper Sync. And for those of you playing at home, the Whisper Sync is what keeps your um, all of your devices in sync. So as I'm reading through a book and I stop reading it on my Kindle and set it down, it syncs with Amazon. And then when I start reading it on my phone, it automatically brings me right to the page that I was last at. Now, how could they make this feature more awesome, you find yourself asking? I, I don't know. It sounds impossible. It sounds pretty awesome. Or it yeah. What, what are they going to do to make it better? So you may not know this, but Audible is a, uh, a wholly owned subsidiary of Amazon, I think, or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, what they've done now is they've set it up to where you have WhisperSync across not only your physical reading material, but also your audio material. So I can own a book. Let's say I own Fire in the Hole by uh, Elmore Leonard, I think. Okay. It's uh, the book, one of the books that's based off of, ju or Justified, the TV show is based off of. So I can be listening to an audiobook from Audible on it, and I can stop, walk out, grab my Kindle, and pick up reading right where the audiobook left off. Okay, cool. That is totally that's, badass. That's pretty cool. Same thing with videos. So if I'm watching a video on my Fire, I can set it down, go watch it on my uh, Roku, and bam, same spot. So one of the other things that they're, since you're talking about Audible, uh, that they're kind of pushing is it looks like they, and I'm kind of curious to actually hear this in, in practice, but they're really pushing that they've improved the speakers on, uh, on the Kindle. Because yeah. the original one, if you're watching a movie or something, you're going to be watching it with headphones on because yeah. it's a... Uh, tinny little crappy speakers yeah. um, and it sounds like they've really done a lot good job of making them you know giving stereo speakers um, with with really high quality but yep. I, I, I don't know I, I, in I, practice though it, it's still it's hard to get good speakers in that small of the form factor I don't so know. I'm it, curious how it'll, so how it'll sound I, I'm interested to see how that goes but even the uh, speakers that are on my laptop I've got a little uh, Lenovo T420 I think yeah and it has amazingly good sound coming out of its speakers. Really? Like, when the desktop speakers, like, when I forget to hit mute between listening with my big speakers and listening, you know, going to a meeting. Yeah. The sound in the meeting is really good. I'm like, wow, this is weird, because I wouldn't expect them to be that good. Yeah. I can, my laptop has decent sound, you know, and, and yep. particularly if I'm just using it for a phone call or something. Uh, but, I, I, you know, watching a movie or something, it, it's not good enough. Yeah. So let's talk about the other really cool feature of the Kindle Fires. So, uh, Matt, you've got kids. Two. Two of them. Yeah. Same age, exactly. Yeah. So uh, one of the things with kids and electronics is from time to time, you don't want them to be able to do certain things. Yeah. You want to restrict their access to only specific applications or specific books. Right. I don't necessarily uh, want my kids uh, downloading Fifty Shades of Grey. Exactly. Like, that's just not what you want. The... Uh, the new Kindles um, have a feature, and I have apparently moved it off my screen, so I can't see what it's called. But uh, basically, they've um, enabled parental controls on the Kindle so that your uh, 
child can now have a fully customized interface for them. So I kind of wonder, is this something that they're going to make back compatible for the existing Kindles? Because it seems more like... Um, uh, g- given Amazon's approach on most things, yeah. I would assume that they will. Yeah. Uh, anything that's usually a software update, it goes across the board. Yeah, because that's actually something I'd like on the, the current Kindles, just because, um, again, my kids have... They, they're pretty good. I don't know that they're downloading anything. Well, and I and I get an email for everything that they you know purchase, but um, I, I, there is the occasional things where I'm like, huh, I wonder what the they they could just download something inappropriate. Yeah, it's called free time. That's what they've called it. Okay, that that doesn't quite make sense for what it is, but uh, yeah, but cool. That's cool. It's a good feature. Yeah, yeah. Poorly so named, but some of the other stuff that I thought they did that's uh, kind of slick is um, how many times have you been watching a movie with the wife and had an argument over what other movies another character or the whoever's on the screen has been in? Uh, not very often because I'm usually right on that kind of stuff, so the argument doesn't really go anywhere. Uh, my wife never believes me. Okay. Largely because I can't remember what anybody looks like and I'm basing it off of things like the sound of their voice or the way they move. Right. <laughs> Which I, I can understand <laughs> her uh, Okay. I can understand her side of the argument. I'm still right most of the time, though. Okay. Um, but they've now integrated a feature where while a movie's running, you can kind of just click on it, and it'll pop up stats on the people that are on the screen. That's kind of like, like can I click on the person's face? Yeah. Really? That's kind so of cool. I, I haven't got to play with it yet, obviously, because yeah. they just, pre, uh, they just announced, announced it, right? You can't, yeah. Um, but it looks like, uh, it looks pretty cool. Hmm. That, that is kind of cool. I, I do find myself uh, constantly looking up movies on imdb while i'm watching the movie yeah and uh, interestingly enough that's also a wholly owned subsidiary of amazon yes and they're the ones that are providing the data yeah so i i tend to do it on my my, my phone while i'm watching the movie i tend to find myself doing that all the time of going, oh hey this actor looks familiar i wonder what else what was the other movie that i've seen them in and then i, I think we found a yeah. use for glass the uh, what wasn't it the, you the that was Xbox arguing with glass. me? The Xbox smart glass is kind of a useless technology because who really needs additional metadata about the show they're watching when it's on? Yeah, suck it, bitch. Well, right there, that's what you need it for. That's the thing. So, <laughs> and, and apparently, I actually have uh, the ability to sign up for to be on the beta for smart glass. I just haven't done it yet, so I'm kind of curious. Uh, and I won't be clearly. I won't be able to talk about it once I once I finally do sign up for <laughs> it. But I I didn't find myself uh, going. Ooh, I should really do this this week so I can figure out what the whole buzz about smart glasses is about. Yeah, I, I think that would be fun. Uh, again, I don't even know how to get that, but um, uh, yeah, looks that, like that. my wife is calling. Oh yeah, uh, I I have you vamp, but given uh, history, I know that does. Is that why your well. strobe's going off? Yeah, I, I don't, so on my iPhone about. A month or so ago, the little uh, LED started going off anytime I was uh, getting a call. Huh. I don't know how to send this to voicemail. Does that work? Hey, there we go. I did it. Nice job. Thanks. Is that her telling you to call it, pick her up at the airport? I don't know. She. Uh, so my wife had uh, she had to leave town for a business um, meeting this yeah. weekend. Yeah. She has it pretty rough at her job. They yeah. uh, sent her to a five-star resort and forced her to go fishing no, in Alaska. Huff. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it is the end of August or early September. Uh, you know, the, the weather, it might be a little cool up there right now. It could be. So, you know, she might, uh, it might not have been all, you know, sunny and fishing and, ooh, do you, are you going to get halibut and salmon she, from this? Yeah, I am if she catches something. Nice. So that works out for you too then. Yeah, no, no, totally stoked about that. I get some uh, fish out of the deal, so that's a good deal. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, back to uh, the Kindles. Buy a Kindle. <laughs> that's, our, that's our marketing. <laughs> that, hey, uh, sponsor us, Amazon. We should buy a Kindle. 
we can get the ad- really so, i mean i think we're targeting amazon as our uh, as our <laughs> as our, is, our sponsor yeah well if we could get uh, if we could get Amazon to give a sponsor us to uh, talk about them on our podcast. Here's the thing, like, uh, uh, so I used to work at Amazon. I no longer work at Amazon. That being said, they offer a shit ton of really cool services. Yeah, like uh, they're uh, purchasing MP3s online and it automatically backs it up to the cloud for you. Yep, that's, that's the coolest cool. thing ever. Yep, uh, being able to buy television shows that are like just available for you to watch. Right after they air on regular TV. Yep. Uh, kind of cool. Yeah. Having uh, them deliver your groceries to your house. My groceries. So you can't even get internet here, but you can get groceries delivered. Yep, from Amazon. Uh, yeah, so it's safe to say they've built a really handy ecosystem. That uh, One of the best things for me on that is it's uh, it's platform agnostic. Right. Right, because yes. I, I use Macs, I use PCs, I, I use everything. Right. Yep. So, uh, it, yeah, go Amazon, you're good. You should probably pay us. Or pay me at least again. Somebody, one of lots us. Lots of money. Yeah. Lots and lots and lots. Or thirty cents a month that we're paying for hosting on this exactly. podcast. Yeah, and also thank you for the hosting. Because S three is happily holding our podcast for us. Yes, they are. Thank you, S three, for being cheap. Yep. Um, so yeah, buy a Kindle. They're awesome. And uh, hopefully soon we'll actually do a review on the Kindle after uh, we get one in our hands. Hopefully, very soon. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then we'll do probably some reviews on the Lumia nine tw- or the. Uh, Nokia 920. Yeah. Actually, yeah. so are you uh are you anywhere near a new phone? Um like purchasing one or Yeah. Or uh Amy's near purchasing a new phone. So her uh my problem is I'm on Sprint and I'm I I want to get off Sprint. I I think I'm probably going to be switching to Verizon sometime in the near future. Um So you're just looking for a a, a run of all the crappy cell phone companies? Yeah, basically. Haven't you realized yet that all of them are basically the same evil conglomerate <sighs> corporation that's trying to bend you over? They are. So, again, <laughs> I, I don't know if I've gone over this before. So, one, and this is actually one of the things I was, I was, I noticed on the, on the Kindle 4G is their, uh, the 4G connection is provided by AT&T. So, yep. Well, I don't have a, uh, particular issue with AT&T. I do have an issue with the, uh, their coverage. Uh, which is really good if you're in urban areas of this country, but if you spend much time in the rural areas, um, it's it's not so great. In fact, uh, it works here. Uh, well, you're you're not quite rural enough. Um, <laughs> there's deer shit in my front yard. How am yeah. I not rural enough? <laughs> um, th- there's plenty of places I, s- I spend rural time, such as my wife's school, uh, which has zero coverage from AT and T or T-Mobile, um, and the same as my parents' house. So. I pretty much need to be on one of the um, the low rent carriers. <laughs> I can't be on GSM basically, uh, so I end up with either Sprint or Verizon. Um, Sprint, I, I went with Sprint initially because of the, the lower cost over right. Verizon, but I think Verizon is going to have a better selection of phone or has a better selection of phones to choose from. So I may be going to Verizon sometime hmm. in the near future. Nice. We're on AT and T, and we're probably going to stay on AT and T for the uh, near term. But we're now sorting out our uh, plan so that we can get a new phone every eight months or so. Right. Because it turns out one of us, I'm not going to say who, happens to really like having new phones to play with. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Somebody. Uh, yeah, I have no idea who that is. So uh, we're going to be purchasing a third phone here soon. Yeah. <laughs> so that we can have an every eight-month rotation of new phone availability. Uh, so. it, and strangely, that's actually going to be cheaper for us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So AT and T uh, recently announced that uh, 
they have uh, shared data plans now. So you can have much like the shared text or the shared minutes plan that I have with my wife. Yep. We can get a shared data plan. So one of the things that I think we were talking about earlier this week was the the, the amount of data. Because one of my reasons for wanting to stick with Sprint also was I've got unlimited data with Sprint. Yep, and I have obviously a, a grandfathered in unlimited data with AT&T. Yeah, but when I actually look at it, I, I don't go anywhere near the standard uh, base limit for yeah. data usage anyway. We're so using less than three gigs a month ourselves. Yeah, so... I don't think I'm going to stick around with anyone just for that reason. Yeah, it, it's one of those things that kind of it's uh, basically fear that keeps you there. Yeah. <laughs> like, what if I go over? Oh, my God, how much money am I going to spend if I go over? But Well, even the last few times we've uh, you know got new phones or renewed our contracts, it, like it's been like, you're not changing our data plan. Not that, that has to... <laughs> yeah. Because we don't want to lose it. Um, but, yeah, so... Um. Yeah, a new phone. Hopefully, in the near. F- Actually, do we have any idea when the Lumias or the new no- uh, Nokia's are coming out or the Samsungs? I don't know if they I announced think the an actual date. The internet has just been saying later in the year. Yeah, right? I think it's like holiday season. So I would probably guess at the same time we'll start seeing the availability on the Kindles. Yeah, probably sometime around Thanksgiving because of the, the the Thanksgiving shopping rush would be. Like uh, my yeah, guess that kind of, of what they're gonna. Yeah, they all want. Everyone wants to get their products out before then so that people purchase them for holidays although who buys somebody a cell phone for christmas and then and then you sit on that cell phone for a month where you wait to give it to someone for christmas yeah that's i don't understand that uh i'm not saying it doesn't happen because clearly that's exactly what happens i just don't understand why people do that yeah i'm a big fan of playing with the shit that i buy yeah oh by By the way way, by the way what that means don't buy me a cell phone for a gift i'll keep that ever yeah i'll keep that in mind uh, I did get a really cool thing in this weekend. I got a, a new mount for my GPS that goes on my motorcycle. Yeah, it's a it's made by the company Ram. Okay, and it's really slick. It's a uh, um, imagine a uh, about a three inch chunk of plastic with uh, a ball joint on either end. Yeah, and in order to adjust it, there's a single knob that you loosen or tighten, and then you just kind of. Jiggle oh, around you can where you move need. the ball joint anywhere you want, and then yeah. you tighten it, and it the top stays in ball place. is attached to the GPS. The bottom ball is attached to um, the mount that's fixed to the handlebars. So you get like a whole bunch of degrees of motion, and then just a single knob that you twist down. I used a uh, armature for something else that functioned exactly the same way, and mm-hmm. I can't remember what it was for, but I really liked it. I was yeah. like, "Ooh, this is really cool! I can just set it and then hold it where I want it, and then yeah, and then, and then twist it down, it and it's set." Yeah. Like it took me almost four whole minutes to install, and then wow, another couple of seconds of dicking around. To everything get it should where work I that way. Yeah, it was just a really awesome experience. So if you ever need a mount in your car and your motorcycle, they make mounts for everything. Go get a Ram mount; they're badass. Mm, cool. Yeah. Um, so I think I think I'm about wrapped up here. I don't know if we got anything else. Uh, I think that's the end of episode 24. We'll see if we can get an outro this week without. Uh, oh yeah, Matt outro having music. To sing over it. Look at that. Cool. Thank you for listening, and we will see you guys, or we'll talk to you next week.